2: head on over to audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, sign up for a free trial of audible.com and go exploring. Take a look at the audiobooks, but also check out the other content that is there. The Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast continues to enjoy inclusion on, the, on lists of the best podcasts to listen to. This is uh, due to the guests. These are folks who have expertise in particular areas of business, And they join me for a conversation where they share that expertise with all of you. Today is no exception. My guest today is Dr. Destiny Kopp. Destiny is a marketing consultant with more than 25 years of experience in marketing and online education and is the host of the Course Creators MBA podcast. More than 3,700 online entrepreneurs use her time-saving templates, swipe files, and marketing training to help them grow their online business. She's obsessed with marketing and sales funnel conversion to help her clients attract leads and nurture them at each stage of the funnel to drive sales. Thanks so much for joining me today, Destiny.
3: Diane, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
2: I am thrilled to have you here. I love this subject of uh, online courses uh, for uh, a multitude of reasons. Uh, so Personal and others for the listeners. Um, So, so let's start with, this is what I'm curious about. What is the market opportunity and who is a good fit to create an online course business or, you know, add this as a revenue stream?
3: Yeah, and the market opportunity is huge. They are projecting it to be 351 billion in the next few years and it's already huge. I mean, especially with COVID in the past year, even, you know, even the kids are, you know, they're getting used to online learning. Um, And that's just not going to change. They're going to continue to, um, you know, everybody's going to continue to learn online, even people that haven't been exposed to this have been exposed to it this past year. So we definitely um, will see a growth in online courses. But what I will say is that there's a lot of opportunities to add an online course as an additional revenue stream in your business or just to reduce expenses that you may have. And I'll give you some specific examples, Diane, just to kind of so your listeners can understand. So um, a couple of, um, some of these are clients. Some of these are just people that, that I know. Some of these examples are people that I've interviewed on my own podcast, uh, just talking to them about what they've done in their business. One example is somebody who owns a hair salon. She has been, uh, you know, very successful with her hair salon. You know, she's done different things over the years. She's always fully booked and she had other hair salon owners coming to her and saying, what are you doing? Like, what's your secret sauce? I, I, you know, I want to be able to achieve what you're doing. And that's when she was like, okay, you know, I got so many people asking me to, you know, about this and she created an online course and an online program and added it, you know, as part of her business so she could help other hair salon, hair salon owners achieve what she had done. Another example is someone who has been in the franchise business for, you know, I think he's been in that business for over 20 years. And so his kind of secret sauce, if you would, um, his superpower was helping people find the right franchise for you know for for them so he had been doing that kind of as a one-on-one type service or consulting and he had a lot of people coming to him he just couldn't serve them all so or some of them you know couldn't afford the rates that he was charging for those consulting services so what he did for that particular segment of the market he created an online course to kind of help walk them through the process so they could you know select the best franchise um for them. Um, Give you one more example and then I'll Mm -hmm. kind of turn it over to you. One more example is um somebody that I've worked with in the past. She helps people market vacation rentals. So this could be um you know this could be like a small boutique type thing or it could just be somebody who has multiple vacation Um, homes that they're trying to get booked and what happened was you know it especially expanded this past year where people wanted to reduce their reliance on Airbnb and VRBO I mean all that stuff that was happening where they were you know basically dictating to these vacation rental owners what they could do and couldn't do so she helps them decrease their reliance on them and gets folks to um, you market those so people can book direct with them and that's just a few examples
2: those are great examples because because they're not your typical like me you know I'm an advisor and a trainer so it would make sense for me to do online courses but I love those examples because they're they they really point out that it really is available to
3: anybody and I could go on and on and give you so many of them but the truth is there's a lot of opportunity out there and what uh, just one more came to my mind this yeah. this other um, person i've been working with he has done sales training so that's his business and his whole model and he's been doing this for a long time his whole model is he goes um out to people's locations right goes out to their locations or you know somewhere close to them he might book you know a hotel room or whatever to deliver his training but he's he's done all of that really face-to-face type sales training so he'll train your sales staff if you would yeah well this you know you know what happened last year right (laughs) he wasn't able to go do that so he's like you know I got to I have to pivot. I have to do yeah. something differently. So he took that business and, um, you know, basically went online with it, went virtual with it. And, and you know, he would still do some, uh, what we call synchronous. So he might get on a, a Zoom with, with some of those, but a lot of it went online.
2: Wow. Yeah. Well, so didn't everyone then then have to do that? That, that is uh, definitely interesting. So Okay, so let's talk about building an audience. Because, you know, I guess if you don't have an audience, people aren't going to know that you have a course out there, I would imagine. But why is it important to build that audience? Or is that why it's important to do it before you actually create the course? And how do you do it?
3: Yeah, so I, I think it kind of, you know, everybody's business, right, is gonna be a little bit unique. So oh. going back to that the hair salon owner, if you would. So she, you know, she knew there was a demand out there for what she had to offer in her skill set. Now, just to, you know, people were coming to her and they were asking her, well, you know, she might have what 10 10 or so people to to sell it to, but you know, for her to really make a business out of that, out of selling that online course and selling that program, she needs to find other hair salon owners that are interested in learning from her that need her help. So, and there's a lot of ways that you can build your audience. You know, you can do it through, um, paid advertising, you can open up a Facebook group. Facebook groups are great or a LinkedIn group. They are great for people, you know, finding people who are interested in, you know, what you can help them with. And that's actually one of the things that she did. And also the vacation rental um, client that I have that she, where she helps other, you know, them decrease their reliance on VRBO and Airbnb. She also created a Facebook group and had thousands of people join that group. And from there, what they she did, they got, you know, got them on her email list. So she offered them some type of lead magnet or a free gift that they were interested in and got them, you know, from the Facebook group onto her email list. And, you know, from there, you know, did other things like blogging and podcasting and kept providing value. But that's, you know, really one of the best ways to grow your audience, especially when you're just starting out.
2: Okay. Okay. So one of the things I like about that is that it's somewhat systematic, right? You can say, this is what I need to do first. This is, Um, the road I need to go down. And then, and, and you can be doing that while you're actually building the course that then you're going to put online.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Okay. All right. So um, you say there are three types of online courses. Would you share what those are?
3: Yes, so in, in this market, right, there's uh, what I would describe as a, a full MBA type course. So taking the hair salon owner as an example, she created an end-to-end system for her client. So it was, you know, it, it was, you know, an MBA of how to run a hair salon business you know that's that is more of a signature course it has everything in there that those hair salon owners need to be mm. successful okay yeah your your audience may not need that or be interested in that so the other two types of courses and i like both of them and i'll give you some reasons why one is what i call like a mini course or a starter course it's also called a tiny course but basically What this is doing, what a mini course does, it gives your audience a quick win, okay? So take, for example, the vacation rental owner that was helping, you know, that particular consultant that was helping other people book direct. What she has done, she created what I would call a mini course, and it was just a mini course on how they could market their home on Instagram. So very quick win didn't go into all the details of everything that they could be doing, right, to get people to book direct, but it helped them focus on one platform, you know, one opportunity, really walk them through how to set up Instagram, how to set up their profile, what they should be posting about, so really just a mini course. Hmm. Now, another example would be a subject matter course, Now, a subject matter course would be, you know, part of that MBA program, right? (laughs) It's just, you know, you're focusing on one subject. So let's just say you teach people how to learn, you know, uh, I'll throw something out there, how to learn Excel, if you would. And, you know, that's a very viable market. There's a lot of people out there that need to learn how, you know, need to learn Excel. You could create what I would call a subject matter course in that area so that they can focus on that
2: okay okay that's interesting so someone's listening and they're thinking they're they're doing what I'm doing and they're going okay well this is really interesting how do I um start and and even like you know how would I even validate that this is something people want
3: So there's one of the ways that you can validate is do what we call a beta test. And I've done these in the past and they work great. So what you would do for a beta test is you would create an outline Um, and basically, you know, a high level outline. This is what, you know, this is what needs to be included in this course. This is what I'm going to be teaching and what you would do. You would go out to your audience. Maybe you have a Facebook group. Maybe you have an existing email list of people who already may be interested in this. You would go out and say, you know, here's what I'm creating a course about. I'm going to be running a beta. Here's what your responsibilities will be. Here's what I'll give you as part of this beta. And are you interested in going through this journey with me? And I will bet you <laughs> that you mm-hmm. will get takers on that offer. I've done, beta, I've done many beta courses in the past and they work. So how you can do a beta course, and I'll give you a couple different options. One of the ways I love doing beta courses is just doing weekly group trainings. So let's just say you got 10 people to take you up on that beta offer, okay? Yeah. So what you would do, let's just say you're doing a five-week course. What you'll do every single week, you'll deliver your training via Zoom. You know, you'll have those 10 people on. You'll record it for somebody who may not be able to attend because that's going to happen. You'll deliver your training. You know, they might have some actions that they need to go take to achieve the transformation or the result that you're promising them. You'll ask for feedback. You'll go through that and do that every single week. And then at the end, you'll have all of their feedback you'll know if they achieved your transformation. So you know if you're able to deliver on what you promised. And then at the end, you're gonna have all of this content already developed.
2: Oh, I see. That's interesting.
3: Now that delivering via Zoom is one of the ways to do it. Another way to do it is just to record the videos. Yeah, and upload them into your online course platform. And there's a lot of different options in the marketplace for that. I use Kajabi, um, a lot of, you know, Teachable's another great one. It's another great one. So there's a lot of different options for your online course platform. So what I've also done in the past is just recorded the video. I uploaded it to the online course platform. I let my beta testers know that it was out there and, you know, to go watch it and give me, you know, give me feedback, but that's another way that you can deliver your beta test.
2: I'm going to take a quick sponsor break, and then I have some more questions for you. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have thousands of titles to (laughs) choose from, as well as podcasts, Audible Originals, Guided Meditations, and more. One of my favorite audiobooks is Everyone Deserves a Great Manager by Scott Miller. For me, I love being able to listen to it anywhere and across my devices without losing my place. And I think you will too. So visit audibletrial.com slash to explore the variety of audiobooks and programs for yourself talk some about those platforms are there some that are um I'll say more user-friendly when it comes to putting your course on there than others
3: I will say that all of them all of the one, you know all the big ones out there are extremely user-friendly friendly friendly. I have used um Podio with clients. I've used Think of It with clients. I've used Teachable with clients. And of course, I use Kajabi. And I've never had any problems whatsoever learning a, a platform. So basically, what you'll generally do, you'll just go in and just upload your video. Let's just say you have a workbook or a cheat sheet or some type of checklist that you have created to help your students. You will upload, upload that in the online course platform. And that's all you have to do. So it's just a matter of really clicking to go find that file on your computer and just up, you know, you know kind of dragging it over to their platform to upload it and they'll do everything for you. Okay, so um, does it have to be video? It doesn't have to be video. Um, another option like Kajabi, you can just upload audio files. Mm. So let's just say you don't have a video, you can upload an audio file in there and students can download it and learn it and, you know, listening to it in their car on their way to work. So that's a great question. It doesn't have to be video.
2: Okay, cool. And then
3: how do you price it? You know, pricing, um, it, it really just depends, uh, you know, and a lot of it depends on your niche, your market, your customer, what your, what the transformation is, what, you know, what the value of that course may be. So I've seen courses anywhere from, you know, $19 all the way up to five grand. Wow. Now a five grand course would be something, uh, let's, I'll give you an example because I've, you know, I've purchased these type of courses and these programs in your past, a five grand course might be somebody who's building like an agency and you're helping them build their agency, whether it's a marketing agency or a Facebook ad agency or something like that. I'm giving just an example of a possible five grand course and they have the course content, but you also have some type of coaching or group coaching, or maybe even some one-on-ones in there to help your client or your student achieve the result. Now, a mini course, which is an example I gave you earlier, those can run anywhere generally. You're going to see them anywhere from like, you know, in the consumer market, maybe, you know, $19 or a business market like that Instagram course I mentioned to you, that was like a mini type course. You know, that's generally going to be, you know, 49, 79, something mm. like that. You know, a subject matter course could be you know two 200 to 500 you know so it really just depends um and there's a lot of pricing variables and kind of analysis that goes into there and I always of course encourage people to go out in the marketplace look at your competitors see what they're doing as you always would when you're pricing products and services
2: right right exactly yeah i i, I think that's good i think it's it's tough for people to um to figure that out uh, on an online uh, format. You mentioned earlier, when you were talking about these different um, kinds of courses and then you said something about um, that that you could have the course and it's got coaching along with it, um, which I think is something that would probably be pretty appealing to people. And I'm wondering if you can describe like what that would Look like, or give an example. You know, if you know of an example of someone who's doing that kind of thing,
3: I can give you a ton of examples here. So, and this is a very, very popular option. Okay. Um, so, a more expensive course, and I will say, you know, anything from like thousand dollars to two thousand, or even the five grand that I mentioned. Typically, what they're going to have, they're going to have some type of Facebook group or some type of community, if you would, for those students. Um, You know, where the students can kind of interact with each other or, you know, maybe even get some support from the business or the, you know, the coach or whatever who is delivering that course and that program to them. So in addition to that, they may have some opportunities for the coach and the students to interact. And generally what you'll see is that's going to happen via a Zoom. So maybe once a month, maybe every other week, that coach or that consultant will get together with their students. And, you know, they might have some prepared content that they're delivering, or it may be just a Q&A type session. So, um, you know, it really just depends on what they're helping their students with and, you know, the transformation that they have promised and what kind of support do they need. But it is very, very common and popular for those more expensive type courses and programs to have some of that one-on-one kind of touch points, if if you would. And the reason for that is you want to make sure that your students and your clients are achieving that transformation that you promised them going back to that hair salon owner example that I gave you earlier. It's, it it is, you know, it's not easy, right. To make sure that you have a fully booked hair salon. So in that particular Mm -hmm. case, you know, you're going to want to provide some of that one-on-one, you know, type of support or group coaching type of support there.
2: Okay. That's great. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Okay. Shoot. Another question. Um, So, It feels like for some people who are already doing training or, you know, already doing some sort of coaching that they can just take their, the content they were doing in person and convert it to an online program. Um, But I'm thinking about the people like the, the gal, you know, with the hair salon. If someone is in an industry that is not A coach or a trainer and they are thinking boy this would be a great addition to my revenue stream um is there like a thought process that they can go through to try and identify something that they could be teaching like are there questions they can ask themselves or
3: yeah, absolutely there is, and I do have a process that I walk people through, and it's just really called discovering your profitable course idea, and it goes back to looking at your skill sets, so what I tell people to do is make a list, get a notebook, you know, lining up what some of you, what, what are your passion, what are you passionate about, what do you love doing, um, and another column is for what are your skill sets, what are you good at? And, you know, even to create something like that. And I've done these lists for my own personal self in the, you know, in the past. And I've gone back to my CV or my resume and, you know, kind of listed some of the things that I was really good at. I'll give you some examples here. Um, when I went back to my CV and or, or my resume, I, you know, wrote down all my skills. So obviously marketing is one of them. I've been in marketing for many, many years. Um, leadership and management skills. I've managed an organization that had a thousand people in it. Not only did they have, I have a thousand people in it, they were all remote employees. So that hmm. was another skill set that came up for me. I could have easily had gone down the path of creating a course, helping people manage remote workers. So that was an option for me, right? Um, So, you know, it's really just looking at what you're passionate about. What do you love doing? What are your skill sets and thinking about, you know, I think I can make a business out of it. And then going and doing the market research to see if there's demand out there for it. One great place that I love to go, to see if there are courses on the market related to what I want to do. And the reason why this is important, because if there are already courses on what you want to do, like I'll give that example of, you know, helping people manage remote workers. If -hmm. there is a course out there that does that, I know there's a market demand for it. Ah. So I like to go to Udemy and Udemy, you can go there and search on about any topic that you can possibly think about. And if you're thinking about, you know, helping people, you know, manage remote workers and you go there and there's like some courses on that, that will tell you there's a demand in the marketplace. And they even have, if you sign up to get into their instructor area on Udemy, they will even give you some of that market research. So they'll tell you how many searches they have on their platform for that topic. Just to give you an example, I was helping a client and his kind of superpower is content marketing. He owns a content marketing agency. He's like, is there a demand out there for it? I said, well, let's go look. So we went to Unimi, we went to that section and it, it told us how many searches were um, happening on that platform for courses related to content marketing. And we looked at it and we're like, oh my gosh, there's a ton of demand <laughs> for this.
2: Wow, that's a great idea. I, I love that. And I, and I love that, that process that you put people through. So speaking of that, and, and Destiny, I, th- this information, you know, I said at the beginning of this, that um, I had a couple of reasons for being excited about this topic, <laughs> one of which was so I could learn something, um, which I did. Uh, but also because I think this is really something, especially now that people are getting so much more used to online learning. It, it's such a great time to jump into this, um, this end of the pool, so to speak. Uh, So will you tell the listeners, you know, how they can find you, what you've got going on, because I I think that would be uh, equally valuable.
3: Absolutely. So the best place to find me is at my website, which is destinycop.com. I'm sure you'll put in the show notes, but it's spelled with an I at the end instead of a Y. I always tell people that. And LinkedIn is the best place to find me on the social map, um, on a social media platform, is also Destiny Cop.
2: Excellent. Wow. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And listeners, thank you. You know, this was a topic that if you haven't thought about it, think about it because you can see from these examples that this is something that you could add. Uh, to your uh, business, it could be a revenue stream that you add that could be really valuable to you and your community. I'd also like to thank our sponsor. Head on over to audibletrial.com/businessgrowth, sign up for that free trial, and as I say, go exploring. Check out uh, the audiobooks, the podcasts, the Audible originals, all the different. Um, items that they have there for your listening pleasure as always continue to prosper and be curious and until we meet again on another episode of accelerate your business growth goodbye and good day
0: me 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 me, me but also you the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film powder donut <clears throat> The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film pip powder Donut <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name and Price tool from Progressive Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The thing. name your price tool, only from Progressive. <laughs> the owl ran afoul of the comatose cock Progressive cream. Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit